Hello and welcome to Planet Homemaking Podcast. I'm your host, Epifanio, and this is episode 711. And today we're diving into part two of the city of Jinky 44, which is Synarchy. And today we're going to get technical. We're going to dive into this fractal lines to the beginning of this multiverse before that and <clears throat> how it's actually happening. Specific particular mutations that happen uh, beyond time and space. And uh, we're really talking about moments because we, we've been talking about this as a master program behind the whole of this hologram of this multiverse how it's actually happening. <clears throat> and we're going to be talking about these 144,000, you know, enlightened ones, if you want to call it like that. But, you know, that is the reason we have this big misunderstanding with the fucking ring of the Illuminati and all this bullshit because of the personality, because of this um, core virus, if you want to call it. It's not a virus, it's... Um, is the nature of this multiverse. The very specific thing we are dealing with the creation of this multiverse. When I mean multiverse, I mean this universe with all its possible choices, combinations of reality, you know, and which creates all parallel universes. <clears throat> but uh, within this multiverse, all parallel timelines are probably a better way of saying it. Infinite timelines. Every time we make a decision, we split a timeline because the other decision will have taken us in another timeline. There is this great movie, um, I think from the early 2000s or something, with Wynneth Paltrow, right? And uh, she makes a decision uh, before she's going to enter into a, a subway. And then uh, you can see how the timeline split because the movie from that, that moment on starts showing her inside of the uh, subway and then the parallel universe, she's, she's, she doesn't take that subway. And then the whole movie starts uh, going about how these two parallel timelines are working uh, uh, next to each other. So that's a really good example of what happens when we make decisions. Now multiply that for the entire of all the entities in the universe in every single second. We're talking about an infinity of simultaneous timelines. And at some point, they start coalescing and becoming, um, you know, clusters of timelines that uh, have a certain direction for a certain area of reality, be it, you know, your neighborhood or your country or your planet or your solar system or your solar cluster or your galaxy, <laughs> right? And add on top of that, that time is not uh, linear, but it's all simultaneous. So we're talking about literally the um, reconfiguration of consciousness in order to understand the purpose of this multiverse. And what is the purpose of this multiverse? Before the creation of this multiverse, we had other multiverses before that. And this particular multiverse was created out of the refuse of a previous multiverse. The stuff that they didn't use, whoever, what, uh, whoever was there, you know, the gods, and uh, and we or I, right? Because there's only one of us here, 
And this is this is where the whole thing gets hairy. Today it's gonna get quite hairy, and uh, and um, this particular multiverse um, was a, a pet project of of one of these entities, which is us. Okay, it's not that there's the god that we worship. It's we all of the entities of the entire universe and all of creation, every animal, every plant, every star. We are this entity, this this God, if you want to call it, right? <clears throat> and decided to make a, an, another multiverse. But the 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 kind of like the 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 co- source code at the foundation of this multiverse was the refuse the stuff that didn't work that wasn't useful for a previous multiverse. So the very core foundation signature seal, if you will, of the particles at the subatomic level, not only on, and we're talking about not only at at a physical level, we're talking seven layers of reality, seven planes of existing, of existence existing in this multiverse, right? Since the beginning of that contemplation of the, of the, of this of us, of God, right? <clears throat> and um, and all of that creation from that very beginning, it's been about uh, what can happen out of the evolution of this refuse. And that is why, you know, without, because this thing starts without time, right? At the beginning of point zero, and then it's going to create seven places of existence all the way down to physical matter. <clears throat> and uh, we each have a body of, of what they call the subtle bodies that exist in each one of these planes of existence with a different um, understanding of time. Because uh, from the beginning, there's no time and no space. That's the, you know, the void, point zero, right? And then that time and space becomes... It becomes uh, it it starts enlarging gradually until we get to physicality, and then at physicality we got past, present, and future. <clears throat> but uh, from the beginning, past, present, and future flips. So in here we have three dimensions of physicality: right, length, height, and width. But in the fourth dimension, uh, that flips. So we have past, present, and future. With uh, um, the <clears throat> with one dimension of of physicality, <clears throat> and then it keeps going. Right, I know it's gonna get hairy today, but uh, just stick with me. <clears throat> so, what we're really talking about is rearranging blocks of consciousness in order to. <clears throat> um, it's like a Rubik's cube, you know that that cube that you are like playing to align the colors. So that we have these colors on on flat colors. Every side is one color, right? So, but imagine that like a a quadrillion, you know, of difficulty and 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 dimensionality. So we have this um, experience here throughout all these layers of reality, coming down to physicality. In physicality, now we have past, present, and future that we experience in a linear fashion where we're here. But from the layers, higher levels of reality, we see all simultaneous. 
And so uh, you could say, oh, well, that means that there's no destiny, right? That there's no, um, that there's no free will because the destiny already exists if the future can already be seen. But what it really means is it's a completely different way of perceiving reality. We are not going somewhere. We are rearranging the elements of the universe in order to uh, solve a puzzle. And the puzzle at the very core is what we call this sacred wound. Because I am refused, I am not good enough. I am not worthy of love. And now we have that coming down all the way from that beginning of zero time and space, expanding, you know, devolving, or what's it called, uh, involving the involution, <clears throat> coming down seven layers of reality, of la subtle reality, not physical reality, all the way it reaches down to physical reality. And now we have it embedded in our DNA. So we're going to be talking about these fractals at the beginning of what's called the Big Bang, which um, it wasn't, uh, <laughs> here's the funny part, you know, we're looking at the Big Bang from a perspective of physicality, but the Big Bang wasn't just physical. It was uh, all these seven layers of reality simultaneous because there's no time. There was no time. There was no space. <clears throat> so in that void, in this womb, in this multiverse, there are other multiverses, other wombs of reality uh, before and after and, and other stuff. Imagine if you could say like there's like in a planet there's day and night and then there's something else. Imagine there's time and space and then there's something else or many somethings. Beyond this, um, this womb of reality, we have a, a completely different laws of physics. And so, so we're going to be diving into that today. It's going to get hairy. We're talking about the city. So, you know, all of this stuff is just gibberish and philosophy and blah, 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 blah. Because ultimately, we're just looking at stuff that's so out there that all we can, we're really doing. And there is a purpose for this. Very important. We are aligning our timeline, our personal life into that timeline that they call, what we call ascension or, or, or Christ consciousness. We are consciously choosing this destiny because there's the multiverse of potentials, right? And simultaneously, we are downloading glimpses of what this is going to be. Now, it can happen tomorrow. It can happen when you're, you know, yawning in a moment. You, you get it. Or you can die and come back in another lifetime and get it then. But it is going to happen. This is our destiny. It's already happened because the future has already happened from a point of perspective where there's no time and space because it's all simultaneous. What we're really doing is playing with all the different infinite combinations of reality and timelines in order to create the vehicle that can uh, uh, heal this sacred wound that, uh, that I am not good enough. I am not worthy of, of, of love because I'm made of fucking refuse. And guess what? We created this multiverse and it fucking worked. And we did it. So that's kind of like that the very core, the, the, the premise of this entire reality. Make it happen. And that is also why we have so much fucking bullshit and, and evil and all of that stuff. That stuff doesn't happen in other multiverses. That was the refuse, right? But it's an adventure in itself. And it, is being, it definitely has been an adventure. <clears throat> so before we dive into that, 
if you're new to the podcast and you don't know what we're talking about here, you want to go to Jorn.tv. That's J-O-U-R-N.tv. That's the homepage of the podcast. At the bottom, we have a menu. A black menu with five links. One of them says Jinkies. Click on that one and that will take you to episode 256. Listen to that episode and that will get you started with what we're doing here. Because we're today we're going macro, right? But the real work is personal, is internal. The job that we're here to do is in that we can actually achieve. Because when we start talking about this stuff, the personality freaks out because he's thinking, oh, how am I going to fucking make all of this happen? You know, they want to, personality wants to control everything and he has absolutely no control of anything, but he wants to, right? So if you freak out, it's like, oh my God, why do you even look at this stuff? But our job is personal. It's internal and it's doable. It's work. It's serious work. Because we don't want to look at our pain. We don't want to look at our shit. And that is where the, in the shit, that's where the pearls are. You, we have to dive into that and rescue ourselves from all of these. Because what are we doing here? Remember, we are refuse, right? So we have to find within ourselves the value that we think we don't have. We believe we don't have, right? And that is the job of all of creation. So uh, when you go to that page and you're on episode 256 and listen to that podcast, on that page, there's a link that says click here to get your own free personalized hologenetic profile. Uh, when you click on that one, that'll take you to the Jinkies website where you can download your hologenetic profile. This is the map that we're using uh, to look into the unconscious for our misunderstandings of reality and make them conscious so that we can become present because the present is the gateway to the kingdom of heaven. And we are not present. We are present for 20 seconds and then we're thinking about the future, the past, and we're freaking out. And we have unconscious points of attention that have, you know, that are carrying guilt and, and shames and stuff that we've done in past and future lifetimes. All of it's it simultaneously. Every time we're dreaming, we are traveling and we're looking at glimpses of all our parallel lives, right? So during all of this time, we're constantly rearranging consciousness to figure out how the fucking Rubik's Cube come together, right? But on the journey, we fall and we hurt ourselves and we hurt other people. And that stuff creates rifts within our consciousness, creates uh, uh, splinters. And so these splinters are in the unconscious. We call this shadow work. We call this uh, um, misunderstandings of reality in, in this system, the jinkies, we call them shadows. And our work is to become conscious of that. So that map that is called hologenetic because it's holographic and genetic. It's all interconnected. The hologram contains all of the parts of the hologram contains the entire whole at a lower resolution. We are literally are, are all ourselves, not the body, also the body too, but not. we're talking about the soul. We are part of the full hologram and we contain within ourselves the entire picture at a lower resolution. So we're operating in this reality because now we've come through from, you know, the beginning of that journey of, of healing, of creation, of, of, of let's see how the fuck we do with this stuff. And now we've come seven layers of reality down here. And we are fucking pixels, so working at 2% or 1% or less. 
And so we don't fully understand the full picture. We can feel it because we have it inside and we're freaking out and pissed and, and you know, we feel trapped and, and, and angry because we want to, we know that we are so much. So our job here is to um, reclaim the entire hologram. And, and so this map is the entry point into this with this study of the jinkies. We are looking at 64 basic building blocks of reality, these archetypes that uh, <clears throat> when we understand the nature of change, we understand how the fucking Rubik's Cube, cube as a metaphor, uh, kind of it's, it's moved and how we can actually align the, all the lines and make, it, make this puzzle, solve this puzzle. We are the pieces of the puzzle and our work is to become present. And so we enter through this work with what's called a hologenetic profile, 11 points of attention that we're looking into the unconscious, very specific. And when you go get your profile, come back to episode 256 on Jorn.tv. And on that page, there's a whole explanation on how to read this map. This is not an astrology reading or a fucking numerology reading or a quick fix. This is the work of a lifetime for somebody who is too, totally devoted to their spiritual work. If you are at this level, this is what this is. The, this is the journey because this stuff has no dogma and it actually doesn't tell you anything. It's points of attention that connects you with your own deeper intelligence, with your higher self, with God. Right. And we have 192 points of attention, three per jinky. And each one of them, they're going to start down. You're going to connect directly through the, your attention and you're going to start downloading what's specifically relevant to you. And this is something that nobody can tell you. But we have on that page, we have a way to read this map, which is the entry point into this study, 11 points. But the entire map is actually multidimensional and it has 64 points and it's called the vector equilibrium. And it's uh, you can see it as a three dimensional um, um, uh, the Metatron cube, if you want to call it, right? It has these 64 uh, points or that create this sacred geometry. And ultimately, that's what we're doing here. Ultimately, understanding all the nature of change in reality and how we have been unable to process and experience and digest change and why we're stuck. Because ultimately, we're here in life. This is supposed to be an adventure and a fun ride, but we have hangups. And we don't even know why we, we get, you know, reactive and responsive to bullshit. And then somebody comes and says something and now you're all fucking triggered and you don't even know why. So all of this stuff, it's in the unconscious. And the more we become conscious about it, the, we're healing ourselves and we're learning how to connect to, to reality, creating this network through the heart. And we talk about all of that, you know, in all of our podcast episodes, some of them we focus more on this or that, Right. But when you get your map, come back to episode 256. At the very top, there's a search. You can put there any of the words that you see of that on that map. We have, you know, 710 episodes or 11 episodes today. And about 650 of them talk about this stuff. On that page, episode 256, there's also an index that will tell you where you can find the episodes for the green part, the blue part, the red part of the map. We start talking about the jinky specifically on episode 400. We got about seven episodes per jinky. Some of them, like jinky 22, has like, you know, 30 episodes or something like that. I don't know exactly how many. But uh, some of them are, are big because they have to do with very specific areas of how the whole thing works. 
ultimately and particularly with Jis Jinky 44, we're talking about the awakening of not only of humanity, but of the entire multiverse. And, and you know, I mean, we're talking about stuff that cannot be processed through uh, the personality. <clears throat> the personality doesn't know fucking shit. And we need to understand that there's two of us living inside of us all the time. It's who we are, the divine light of creation, a shard of the divine light of creation, a very specific angle from which the divine light of creation lands in, in throughout all time and space, the seven layers of planes of existence, all the way into physicality and throughout time, past and future and present which is all present, but, you know, it's, it's different reconfigurations of the timelines. And we have a very specific frequency tone, right? But at the same time, simultaneously, we are the whole. The one thing that the personality is not is, is life itself. It's a construct. It's what happened when we don't understand who we are. And so we're here and when we realize that we're living 24-7 with this personality inside of us and it is not us, or, or you could say it's a tiny little part of God, because everything is God ultimately, but it's not who we really are. That gives us the opportunity to surrender to the mystery, which is the, the immensity of the universe. And ultimately, we're going to surrender that personality. This is the work of the city of every city. We're going back home. And this is the work going from the misunderstanding, which is the shadow, to the understanding, which is the gift, all the way to the complete surrender of the personality so that we can become a vessel. The body, the bio-machine, becomes the vessel for the 350, 60-degree multidimensional perspective of all realities that we are. We are and we cannot be that when we are this little point of perspective that is just looking from one angle. We have to surrender that in order to re return to the whole. And that's the work we're doing here. So uh, all of that information is there. And, you know, if you want to learn more about it uh, there, on, uh, all of that information is there on episode 256, how to get started with all of that stuff. And we have an index, there's resources, there's links for more, more for the Jinkies website, there's a video, there's another podcast, there's charts, everything you need to get started is there. And if you want to learn about Planet Homemaking and Pearl Planet and Jorn.tv, who am I? Uh, all of that stuff. What is the vision of this brand? Uh, click on the About tab and listen to Episode 1. Our goal here is to build, to help build the blueprint for a real civilization. A completely new reality. Because we live in a fake reality right now that it's based on fear. And everything that's based on fear uh, falls, it, it uh, crumbles. Only the, the creations made out of love last forever. And so you could see all empires throughout history. They've always, you know, they have a rise and fall. Why? Because they're based on fear. They're based on control. They're based on the hierarchy. And we're going to be addressing that today from a little bit more multidimensional perspective. We talked more about that yesterday, if you want to learn more about that. But uh, today we're going to dive into a more kind of like cosmic level of this synergy. But that's our goal here. And how do we do that? Well, number one, and number one and priority, and there's that's really the work is healing ourselves, loving ourselves, understanding the nature of what self is. And the understanding what love is from the perspective of what we call divine um, dichotomy or the divine paradox. 
the one whole is, is the endless many. So whenever we see another one, when you can see yourself in the eyes of another and love what you see, that is the love we're talking about here. And so our work is here is to learn to express our darkness with love. Go into the unconscious. This is our darkness. Our unconscious is our power. And we're here to exert power, but not power over others because the others don't exist. So we're looking at reality and exerting and taking and abusing and taking and give, you know, getting and stepping on people, right? That is history, right? Human history. Because uh, there's no love. But when we learn how to express our darkness with love, then we grow up. And this is the this is the time that we are in. This is kind of like an uh, initiation that we're we're experiencing right now at a global level. Uh, number one, obviously, our work is heal ourselves, become present, you know, become conscious of our unconscious, exert our power with love, which takes power to a completely different reality. Now we are working with the whole instead of abusing it. And abusing ourselves because we are the whole. So every time you abuse somebody, you're abusing yourself. And so so that is the, the, the work, that work that we are here. Broadcast the signal. And then, uh, you know, the, the we have to also become aware of the consequences of the collective shadow. All of the shadows of the people, all of the misunderstandings of, of, of everybody, all of the fears of everybody have manifested a collective world shadow. And this has manifested in the world physical as systems, as economics, as politics, as education, as, you know, the pharmaceutical industry, as uh, financial systems, the corporations, everything is based on the system. It isn't real. It's an illusion <clears throat> and, and it's a bureaucracy that enslaves people because there is no love. If everything that is done is done with love, with caring for the other, because you know that the other is you. It's, it's a very selfish thing we're talking about here. Because there is only one of us. When we operate from that perspective, it's a completely new reality. So the way we build this blueprint for a new civilization is not by doing stuff or building stuff. That is a, an after effect. It's by learning how to live our lives with an open heart. Realizing that our daily, every single ordinary experience that we have with every single person that we connect, it is the opportunity to connect that heart to another heart, create a link. This is how we create a what I call the Internet of Spirit. This is the blueprint. And out of that, you have a natural inner drive that gives you that drive towards something and you're naturally going to create things with people or by yourself. And it doesn't matter what it is because it's coming from love and whatever comes out of love, it's going to work. And at that point, we're moving our attention because the greatest currency in the world is not uh, money. It's not time. It's attention. We're moving our attention from the what I call the hierarchical matrix system. And we are literally pulling the rug out of the system because we are taking the foundation that holds the system in place. It is the attention of people that keeps the system in place. When we move, when we take our attention and put it in the heart and start doing our very little tiny little things in our lives with love, 
That system, it's, it's, we're no, our attention is no longer in fear. And it's beginning to crumble. We're not here to bring it down, fight it, and all of that bullshit. That's what they want, right? Because that's what feeds it, because our attention is there. We just move our attention to a completely new reality, and that is how it begins to crumble. So we're in the middle of an initiation of a, of a test, and the test right now is to be able to become sovereign individuals, because th- that is the divine paradox, right? In order to realize the whole, to dissolve back into God, we need to be completely and absolutely sovereign, independent, self-expressive um, critical thinkers, if you want, but more than thinkers, it's um, feelers of, you know, knowers. So it's probably the best word, knowing with our entire being what is the truth. If you can go into reality and sense the truth in what you're experiencing, and that's basically what we're facing, our greatest enemy of humanity of all time. It's the power of marketing and propaganda that right now has people, a lot of people around the world stuck in a literal, a prison, like just like the movie, The Matrix, a prison for the mind. People spinning in circles, thinking they're going anywhere, but you ain't going anywhere unless your life is love. Your very definition of your existence, the purpose of your life is love. You're not going anywhere. All of these people, and we're going to be talking about this because it, it, it's very relevant to the synarchy, that think they're enlightened and they know the way. And we talked a lot, a lot about that yesterday. Uh, they, and, and, but the acts that they do, they have no love. And because of that, they are not enlightened, right? They, they have just a m- meager understanding of reality. And the same way. This is all part of the whole story. If you want this whole um, matrix, or, or I would say this synergy, this um, this master program, this whole entire of creation, having these people, you know, embody this frequency of cacophony or dissonance, what we call the shadow interference of shadow of, of Jinky 44, it's part of the work because it triggers the awakening of others and then it goes like a domino. It's all part of it. The villains are important in the story. Everyone is important for the awakening of the whole. There are Ultimately, there are no villains or heroes. We are just one glorious epic being that is so advanced that it you know dissolves and, and, and appears to be separated into the infinite of all of us but we're just playing this and and having this amazing experience here so um, so all of that information is there uh, on that on the about page. You'll find a resources section at the bottom that explains what's been going on on a physical level in this reality, and how just like we look into our own unconscious, into our own darkness, and bring light into that by becoming aware. We need to look at the darkness of the world and see things for what they are, because when we realize the shit, then we can say no, thank you. I don't want that. But if you cannot even see the darkness, you don't know you're in the darkness. You're spinning in circles. We need to locate point A in order for us to draw a line so that we can go to point B and say, well, I don't want this crap. And then move on to another layer of reality. Very important. And so you're going to find all of that there. 
and uh, you can listen to episode one. As always, there are no spiritual teachers. I am not a spiritual teacher. I'm a coach. I'm a guide. And I'm just, uh, you know, your brother here uh, having my own personal um, study here. I'm a student of the great work. I'm studying this Jinky's work here, the system. And this is my daily contemplation. I am just putting in podcast format because it gives me accountable. And I am, this works for me because I am, contemplating as I am just in, in instantaneously, uh, what's it called, uh, um, improvising. This is just all on the spot. I, there is no edit on this podcast. And, uh, and then people can find about this system and use it in their lives. Most important, we got all of this stuff is philosophy, right? This is not truth. We take this, we contemplate it, we use these gene keys to put our attention entered into the Akash and have a conversation with God, download what's relevant to our lives, and then manifest the experience physical and metaphysical so that we can fucking know. Because we are lived it. Nobody can come and tell and bamboozle you because you lived it. You know the truth. And that's what we're after. Experience. We're after knowledge. True embodied knowledge. Electromagnetic visceral. Right? And that can only happen when we position our attention on something. We're going to magnetize that and have that experience. Ultimately, with enough experience, we gain wisdom. And this is how the building blocks of reality come together. And we are tweaking this Rubik's Cube, if you will, to make that what we call the homo sanctus. The, the, The vessel in the physical, biological vessel that will be able to hold God in all of humanity. Not just here, but all over the multiverse. And um, it's not like it's just happening on this planet. It's happening on many other planets too. But this is one of the core places where we're doing this work. So um, so let's dive into this second part of the city of Jinky 44, which is Synarchy. Remember, the programming partner of this Jinky is uh, Jinky 24, the city of silence. And yesterday we were making a... Uh, allegories with uh, music, right? Because basically we're we're becoming, we're learning how to uh, participate in a symphony that it's improvised on the spot and create masterful music by being who we are. This is how we become our frequency tone where we truly are who we are, how we are, we express our true authentic self-expression, we become that frequency tone that naturally no longer has that interference pattern, and it's a frequency tone that's harmonious with the entire whole, right? We talked about that yesterday. And at the very bottom of the music is what? Silence. This is what holds the notes in place, the silence. Without silence, you cannot put notes on top of it. So we got this loop here from silence to synergy to synergy to silence. So what's going to happen? Out of this silence comes the perfection of the the perfect symphony, if you want to call it the absolute harmony of the universe. And this is where we're going. And we're going to be talking about the 144, you know, core fractals today that a lot of people talk about and what they really mean. Because this is another trap of the fucking personality. Oh, I am one of the 144 enlightened people here. I'm here to enlighten the entire world. This is how we get stuck. I'm special. You're not. I come here. I'm part of the Messiah fractal. All of this bullshit. This is how we get stuck. 
So we need to understand the purpose of mathematics and how uh, mathematics and sacred geometry um, creates these fractals that at certain junctions, they, 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 um, they expand and they, they create more, a, a different kind of fractal. And that's all they are, fractal joint points. Just like when you get in a geometric, um, you know, um, structure, three-dimensional, there's junctions. And this is what these 144,000 um, core fractals are, right? We're going to be talking about that today. So um, if we were able to follow the patterns of creation back to the Big Bang, and we're talking about the Big Bang, not just physical Big Bang. Big Bang, the Big Bang. <laughs> uh, with when the stars come out, you know, the story 13.8 billion years ago or something like that, when we're talking about time. Uh, we're talking about the, you know, something so heavy and all of the molecules of the universe were just, you know, compressed right next to each other and then it explodes, right? But where does that come from? We're not talking about just the physical Big Bang. We're talking about, you could even say like a fraction of a second before that because we're talking about a place without time. So it's it's almost ridiculous to talk about this stuff, but... Imagine something like that, although we know it's wrong, but we have to find some ways to create these images in the brain. Simultaneously, when this bang is happening, at a spiritual level, seven layers of reality are created, all instantaneous. Seven layers of time and space that are not physical are created instantaneously when the explosion happens. And when I mean by instantaneously, I mean where we are right now and when the universe or the multiverse implodes back into, because it's a wave, right? It goes out and it's going to come back in. So all that came out, all of this distance between the stars in the future, it all comes back into that center, right? It's the breath of God. And all of that has already happened. The future has already happened. So what we're doing here is understanding the nature of choice, the nature of uh, shifting parallel universes, parallel timelines, which means rearranging all of the elements of reality to find the combinations that change this to the next octave. Imagine music, we got eight notes, and you got, you know, from here to there, you know, and then the octave, it's going to be the same as the fundamental, but at a higher pitch of sound. So we're, we're looking at a spiral. It's not a revolution. That's the circle. It's a spiral that goes to the next layer of reality. And now it's, it's, a, it's at a higher uh, uh, resonance, right? And um, so imagine that explosion not only happening physical but also metaphysical, and when I mean metaphysical, I mean six layers of reality, six layers of subtle bodies or the planes of existence, all simultaneously. So uh, if we were able to follow the patterns, because now that happened and now here we are, so there's a pattern, there's a line, what we call the fractal line, all the way back to the Big Bang, we will arrive to what is called the three source codes. When the Big Bang exploded, consciousness was seeded into matter in a basic trinary pattern. So, so we got all of those layers of physical, re, of metaphysical reality, uh, subtle 
uh, evolution of consciousness, and it would be involution of consciousness, I'm sorry, um, which is consciousness traveling all the way to matter, and then when it happens, there's this expression of consciousness within matter that creates this trinary pattern that the scientists have mapped, which create this kind of like uh, this uh, a spiral that, that were like three kind of like uh, branches, right? And so um, this is the basic trinary pattern. So the compressed energy exploded into three primary fractal lines or arms known as the three source codes. So we're talking about three basic ways in which the universe expand, right? Uh, three basic points of attention of consciousness, very different from each other. And uh, um, so, uh, so it, these are the three source codes, the three fractal lines or arms. This trinary fractal branching throughout the universe is known in modern chaos theory. These three octopus-like arms began to spiral outwards in even more complex fractal patterns and gradually coalesce to form the rudiments of our material universe. Every human being alive today has within them a fractal shard belonging or resonating to one of these three original codes. Now, this is, this is what the scientists have mapped out, but, you know, we're talking about multi-dimensions here. But that's how this universe um, originated, and it's why we have the geometry that we have. After the circle, we have the triangle. We, you could say you have the line, that would be number two, but it's really not going anywhere. And then you have the triad. And at the very core of everything, you have this sacred trinity, right? So um, so every human being alive today has within them a fractal shard belonging or resonating to one of these three original codes. This original trinary pattern or trinity over time has become the foundation of almost all the major world religions and mystical systems. Every computer program has what is termed a source code, right? This is kind of like an allegory. So um, a source code uh, written by the program that allows access to the main programming source energy. What is at the very core? So we're talking, how are we navigating in consciousness back to the source? Because ultimately, the whole journey is going back to the beginning. But it's a different, very different beginning that it was at the beginning because now there's all of the experience of the journey, right? You have this in the Ouroboros, right? The symbol of the serpent eating its own tail, right? This is the collapsing of time and space. So, but that, that's our job, basically, ultimately. So the only way that we can influence the original program is if we have access to this code. And I'm going to disagree here with uh, Richard Rudd because he's looking at the, the, the pro source code from the point of the personality. The personality is absolutely unable to influence anything let alone the fucking source code. So it's not that we're ever going to influence the source code. What we're doing is we're returning to the source code with more information so that the, so that the source code has, can implement it and, and, and take it, elevate the entire of creation to the next level of reality. 
So the only way that we can influence the original program is to have access to this code, right? And it's not that we're influencing, it's that we're returning home with our harvest, if you want to call it like that. And the, harv- and the code itself knows what to do with our vegetables and our, you know, whatever we hunt out there. So um, in the case of our universe, of this multiverse, there are three source codes and the 44th city of Synarchy allows access to any one of them. And this is what we're doing, basically. Learning how to um, uh, heal our entire fractal line that connects us to one of these three uh, branches at the beginning of the universe, because right now the branches kept expanding throughout eternity, and now there's infinite branches. But when we're following one, our fractal core, our fractal line to one of these three lines, one of these three lines is going to get us back to the to the to the beginning, and that is when we um, when we surrender to the super fractal, right? That, and then we're going back home. That's how we return. Not uh, what I mean, return home, because every time we die, we return to that state of um, you know one of these layers of reality in between here and there right i'm talking about taking physicality the whole way all the way that it can exist here in this present in this physical reality with the full consciousness of the god god manifested on all of humanity on all of the species of the multiverse that's the ultimate, if you want to say, goal of the creation of this multiverse made out of refuse, the healing of that, I am not good enough, I am not worthy of love, and hence I can't fucking do anything, because I am insignificant, right? And so transforming that into an incredible adventure of, you would call it uh, uh, attunement or... um uh, what's it called? Uh, um, redemption. Redemption is not the right word. It's, it's, it's literally is healing. It's a transformation from a weakness to a strength, right? And so, um, so moreover, uh, written into the master program of the overall fractal pattern of the universe are specific points in what we call human history that the program mutates. And this is when we have one of these core fractals. Right, which is literally just a specific frequency encoded in a person or in a uh, in a civilization or in a tribe or in a in a solar system, wherever these lands, right? And it changes the code and it and it creates an opening. It's like a flower, and it blooms into a new fractal, right? So, in other words, he has a built-in design. The master program has a built-in design to evolve beyond the previous layer of reality. If we consider, once again, the synergy of the bees, we were talking about that yesterday, we see the existence of a kind of hierarchy, but one that is circular rather than linear. And we talked about that and how ultimately it's not that where we're going. We're not going to become like bees. It's a completely different reality. Because bees are, um, they, um, I guess from a certain point of perspective, you could see that, but not really because what would become the bee would be the biomachine, the body, right? The body, mind, consciousness, the personality surrenders to God, and now the body is the machine. But we 
are the light of creation. So we return back to the whole and we are all of creation is God. So it's not that we become like bees. We um, we enter into this place of pure um, ecstasies that the mere existence, it, it, it becomes a, a pleasure beyond or an experience beyond anything we've ever experienced. Pure love. And, uh, and at that point, we are creating a, a whole other level of reality with physics beyond we've never existed, even imagined. So no one in a synergy is above anyone else because at all times there is an awareness of the group's inherent oneness. And here's another thing I, I don't I wouldn't use this word, the group's inherent oneness. There is no group. In what we're really talking about, this super fractal, there is no group. There is just the one. And so because there is the one, it's so advanced that it appears that it's infinite uh, individuals, but it, but it's both simultaneously. But it is one. There is not a group. It's, it's a harmony beyond anything we can imagine or before anything beyond anything we can imagine up to this point. So each unit has a perfect fit in the overall geometry. And if there is no resistance through the individual forms, we already um, talked about that in the gift of this uh, jinky, the teamwork, that resistance, the totality functions as one. Within this vast tapestry are centers of force known as core fractals. And this is what we're going to be talking about, these 144 core fractals. Core fractals are what we uh, what we term enlightened beings or, or masters, right? And what they really are is just moments in the program where the, the the code shifts and makes a mutation that creates a new direction or adds a new element into the creation of the entire thing. But they're not people. And this is the most important thing we need to realize. Masters, ascended masters and enlightened beings, they are not people. Just as we are not people, when we start seeing people, that's when the problems begin. We are them and they are us, the masters, the ascended masters, the enlightened beings and your neighbor that you hate next to in front of your house. We are the same creature. And so, but in this case, there's a very, just like, you know, if, if, if I know how to do soldering work and somebody knows how to do carpentry work, I'm not going to be doing the fucking carpentry work because I don't know how to do it. And the carpenter is not going to be doing the soldering work. We come together and say, well, you're going to be soldering the foundation and then I'm going to build a framing around the house. That sounds great. And we're working together, but we are the same being with different skills. And so this is what happens. It's, it's a point, it's a junction in evolution where a certain specific frequency uh, lands in this reality and it creates a ripple. And it's incredibly powerful. This is moments where we have Jesus or Thoth or, or, or Buddha or Ramtha or uh, Ratabin or all of these Isis. And in many even beyond before that in Atlantis and, and Lemuria and all the civilizations before that, only on this planet, because these entities happen all throughout the multiverse. And it, they're happening all over the place all the time, right? But this is kind of like the moment that we're taking this another octave of reality uh, further. So these are core core fractals, right? 
Every time a human core fractal is awakened, the entire arm of that fractal slowly begins to awaken. So it's connected to that fractal line and it's going to heal the past and the future. Because remember, we're going back through that kind of coalesce, back into the, to that, that density. The universe is, is expanding and it's going, it's the breath of God and it's going to come back into it. So it's, 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 it's in what I mean by healing is understanding the full purpose through experience of the refuse that we are, right? Understanding the full potential, experiencing the full realization, awakening and transformation of that refuse. And at the very core, what it does, what that whole journey, the hero's journey, if you want to call it, um, comes back to full circle. And now it is not, I am not worthy of love. I am not good enough because I'm fucking refused. It comes back to the core and says, I am love. I am worthy. I am God. And not I, the little one, but the grand of the entire multiverse and created this incredible adventure to transform that refuse and returning back to its full potential. And that's when we realize there is nothing that is not, that is, that can be refused. It was just a journey that will take, you know, however, you know, time it takes to create this multiverse in order for that to, to have the full experience with the intensity of the physicality of landing here and having to live in the shed. You know, a very powerful, profound experience that transform all of that consciousness to the point that it returns. Yeah. I am love, but I went through fucking hell to find that one out. So this is the journey we're here, right? And so um, this is the awakening. When that junction, when that master awakens, when that realization of, of God happens within one person or one entity, the full fractal gets affected. And all we have to do is look at Jesus, right? What happened and how we're here because of the download of Jesus. And in the East, when Buddha was there, you know, he created, the, changed the whole East, right? And, and then, you know, we go further enough, we're going to find Egypt and all that stuff. But, you know, it, it's the same thing. There's moments, junctions when these uh, masters uh, embody this uh, knowledge. And when I mean knowledge, I've been full understanding Physical and metaphysical, electromagnetic, beyond there is no thinking, pure knowing. And uh, so, so it does, it is said that, um, um, that certain beings or avatars come to earth to take on the sins of the masses. That's kind of like the, uh, what it really means, right? This refers to the awakening of core fractals and the domino effect throughout their ancestral genetic chain. And that is what it means, you know, Jesus came here to die for our sins. It's a kind of like shitty way of putting it, you know. It, it kind of like they made it as shitty as they can possibly because religion wanted to fucking hide it. But it, it literally means that it's healing uh, the, the bio machine and it's healing the, the seal that is uh, not only physical but also um, ethereal uh, or throughout these seven layers of reality. So expressing the 44th uh, city occupies a specific genetic vehicle, uh, you know, this specific genetic vehicle that is expressing this 44th city of synergy um, 
and its mutation causes in time a chain reaction through humanity. And I wouldn't even say in time, I would say instantaneously, because ultimately we experience it as time because we are the ants here or the microbes, right? But from the master perspective, it affects immediately all time and space simultaneously. And it's not that the master is affecting anything. Is that God is landing full a next layer of understanding of consciousness, high frequency information pocket lands through that vehicle. The master is a, 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 a conduit for for that consciousness to to anchor itself in physicality, and the master knows that, right? And um, so if we reduce the, this down to its essential, there is no glamour in, synchrony, in synergy ultimately. And this is the trap right here because this is where people start head tripping. I'm the one of the 144,000 fuckers, you know, that I'm here to save humanity. That is the personality speaking. Why? Because at its core is, I'm not good enough, I'm not worthy of love, hence, if I am one of the 144,000 enlightened fuckers, I am, I am good enough and I'm, you know, because I'm better than you. Very important to point that out, because this is the shit that keeps us stuck. This is why I don't move forward, because the personality has to put its fucking monkey wrench in the whole equation. Ultimately, yes, we need to, you know, love ourselves to evolve from that. But it's very tricky and it shows up all the time. I, oh, I am, you know, I'm full from the, you know, Jewish tribes, the, the, the Messiah. We're special. Oh, I'm the Christian. You know, we are or we're the Muslim. We're special. It all comes down. You look at that and it always follows you like a thread of a fucking sweater goes down all the way down to I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy of love, which is the very thing that we're here to heal. And it, it, it is expressing in its opposite. Oh, I'm special. Oh, I'm special because I was abducted by aliens. Oh, I'm special because I am part of the fucking special uh, secret space program. Oh, I'm special because I am a fucking from the Pleiades. Oh, I'm special because I'm a fucking, you know, uh, whatever. You name it. I'm special because I, I can do, uh, you know, astral travel. I'm special because uh, all of these, you know, traps of spirituality where we get stopped. Oh, I'm special because I know how to read all the fucking crystals. I'm not saying all of, none of that is bad. All of that is cool stuff and it's fun. Just don't get lost on the head trip of I'm special. The master, Jesus and Buddha and the enlightened master, they don't, they, they don't see themselves as special. To the contrary, they are the opposite of special. They are the foundation of reality, that the, the container that they have become, the container that holds ordinariness. That is why they are the conduit, because of their simplicity, because of their humbleness, because it's even beyond humbleness and simplicity and any of that shit. All of that stuff goes out the window. They have become a pure a vessel, a pure conduit for the divine light of creation to land in this reality. Um, so this refers to the awakening of uh, core fractals and the domino effect through their ancestral genetic chain, right? So if we reduce this down to its essentials, there is no glamour in synergy. The awakening of a core hu human fractal represents the activation of a previous dormant code within the overall co program. So what it is, is the moment where the program is ready to do that change. 
And it happens through a person because this is why we are the hologram, right? And uh, and it just happens when it needs to happen, how it happens. And it, sometimes it happens to people that are completely in the fucking shadows. They might just be the worst, you know, murder or whatever. And they they just get it because at that point they have the specific. We don't know who's got the specific configuration in order to download this stuff. And it's not about, oh, well, I am going to be the one who's going to become this thing. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because when you feel love in your heart, all of this shit goes out the window. You understand that you are important because you are a unique piece of the puzzle, the grand tapestry of reality. Without any one of us, the puzzle is incomplete. And there's a reason why there's all of us here and every single one of us is here and has a very specific purpose. Right? And it is all the same and it is all different simultaneously. Here we go, the paradox. Very important to throw these paradox at the personality, like fucking batting the ball, you know? As much paradox as you can throw to the personality, then the personality is not going to be able to handle it. That's what we want to, you know, overwhelm this fucker as it lives within us. And so, um, so as the core fractal is activated, um, uh, it removes the virus, and I wouldn't call it virus. He's using the wrong word here. That is wound wound around its genetic lineage, the virus that represents the shadow frequency. I don't call it virus because here it is. You're misunderstanding the purpose of the story. We are here because of this. Refuse. This whole, what he calls the virus, that the shadow frequency, the misunderstanding of reality the, uh, the, that goes all the way through the fractal line, all the way to the sacred wound, what I'm not good enough, I'm not worthy of love, is not a virus. It is the purpose of our existence. We're here to transmute this misunderstanding of reality or this um, uh Early judgment of 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 a creation, if if you were from before this this womb, this multiverse, whatever we were, or, or or before that, there was a judgment to say, okay, this is refuse and just you know it's radioactive. Keep it up there and don't touch it, right? But because we chose to do something with this, and now we're here, this is the work. So this is where the love needs to go. Deeper. When I'm, the word virus comes to me, there's something that needs to be eliminated. It's not. It's something that needs to be embraced. This is when I'm talking about embracing our darkness. Embracing the shadow with love. Through love. Expressing it with love. Because love transforms everything that it touches. Uh <clears throat> So um, so it removes this wound, the, the sacred wound around the genetic lineage. So it's going to clean the fractal and uh, from the shadow. So, you know, this points, this junction points, these masters clean the scenes of humanity. You know, we're at a genetic level is changing the way that we operate and we begin to perceive reality at the next level. And so the things that we do, the way we behave, the way how we move in life is different 
because now we have more understanding. There is more light, more consciousness landing into all of the all of the uh, um, you know entities, all of the 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 components of the fractal, right? Because our fractal is we've been there in another lifetimes. We are there now in the future lifetimes. We are all of parts of this fractal throughout time and space, past and future, and so. Um, so the awakening of, of a core fractal essentially involves the death of the illusion, the death of the personality, the ending of this illusion that there's, there's, a, there's a separation. We are individuals simultaneously while we are the whole and then the individual little tiny perception, little shard, uh, anger, a uh, little ang- uh, um a uh, point of of landing uh, a very specific uh, angle from which reality is being uh, experienced dissolves back to the multiversal you could say like a multidimensional three, 360 degree sphere if you want to see it, that's a very 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 limited way of putting it but a complete perception and now because we surrender that point of perspective, that is what this city is. Ultimately, not that, not even that. The city is just the entry to that. Uh, when you go through the city, then you get to the seven, uh, the seven, um, the, the last door, right? Going back to, to the void. And that's where that happens. And so, um, so this illusion of the personality, right? The limited self, the, the altered ego. So the moment... It, the, the personality, the, you know, we give up, surrender the personality, it becomes, we become a, cl- and the, the bio, the body, um, not only the body, uh, mind, body, consciousness, the bio machine, but also the soul becomes a, co- a clear conduit for all consciousness to continue along its lineage. And I wouldn't even use the word continue because it's all simultaneously. When that happens, time uh, changes, a time begins to collapse. All of the understanding of of experience, like if you say, okay, well, it has taken me this long to play to learn how to play this song because I didn't know how to play. But the next song that you learn how to play, it's faster because now you know how to make those chords. So now you've collapsed time. It's taking you less to do something that it was taking you longer because you didn't know how to do it. The same thing with, you know, building a cabinet or whatever. Now take that on a multidimensional level. All of this stuff, time is collapsing. The, the, the past and the future fractal lines, it's being healed from a, a specific way of, of observing and experiencing reality that was causing pain in reality. Now because there's no pain, there's no argument, there's no drama, you're not wasting that hour bitching about, well, why aren't you paying the fucking bills? You know, I want to buy this stuff. You know, I hate you. All of that shit is a waste of energy that doesn't happen in high frequency because you can sit down and say, well, how do we solve this problem? What are the assets? You know, now you're thinking at another level. It's like, well, maybe we can, you know, invent this thing and do this business. And then you start working on it. And there's, now it has changed. And that's, those are silly little examples because we're talking about the multiverse here. But it is that, Right. So uh, we become a, a, the, the body of the master becomes a clear con- a conduit for consciousness to continue along its lineage. What it really means is ultimately it's configuring the bio machine uh, not only on that fractal, but it's affecting the genetic pools of the future 
in order for that whole uh, civilization to begin um, changing the biomachine so that it can hold the frequency, high consciousness, and hold God, what we're talking about, the homo sanctus here. This is the blueprint for a new civilization. And so the uh, the number of, of core fractals has been nailed down to 144,000 which is why this number has long been associated with a secret society and beings whose role is to awaken the planet. The moment you get into that head trip, oh, I'm here to awaken the planet, you're not doing the job, right? You, you may be one of these fractals, right? Because, you know, they're spread throughout time and space so all simultaneously where it's all happening. Jesus is being born right now and, and Buddha is doing the teaching right now you know, it's not in the past, and we have more of this in the future, right? It's all happening now. But when we get into the fucking head trip of, I am the one who's doing this thing, because I'm the enlightened one, because I can think about all this stuff. Look at me. Look at me, big, big. Then we're not doing the job. Because what is that? That is the personality. Standing in the way of the divine light of creation to use the body as a vessel so that the frequency can properly land. So uh, our job literally is not to do this or not to be these 144,000, if you are one of those, but to surrender ourselves to love and to live our lives, our ordinary little lives with love. And that is the job. Because little by little, all of this stuff becomes uh, um, it's this, this knowledge begins to permeate your electromagnetic field and gradually you just bloom because you are enjoying your life, because you're in every conversation you have, you're connecting with the heart, because you're, you're not here to get something done. You are doing it. And this is the big thing that and we talked about that yesterday with all these fucking Illuminati and all of these secret societies. People got this because they studied the, 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 the mysteries, right? And they've realized we know how to do this. Let's do it. And a lot of them did great work, just like, you know, the Rockefellers made the freaking uh, rail railroads. And then all of the stuff happens and, you know, civilization started expanding. So they had a part to play, even though their, you know, purposes were control and domination of everybody. Right. But every single one of us, even the villains, are part of this story. And when we realize that every time that you see another person, a hobo on the street, right? Or you meet a fucking, you know, famous influencer, whatever you want to call it. You're looking at God. In every single one, you see a blade of grass. You're looking at God. You see every single. And that is how we anchor the frequency. Because it's in the present. This is why we have to become present, right? So the synarchy has existed since the dawn of time. It's always been this. And it's uh, through the shadow has been distorted by the interference pattern of the shadow of this jinky uh, that has also always been there from the beginning. This distortion or sacred wound, right? We're talking about this very seal at the very core of this reality. 
is wound while wound around the arms of every single fractal line. It's everywhere. It's I would like to say it's 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 embedded in the subatomic structure, right? That's why everybody's dealing with the same thing. Every single conversation that we have, every day with everybody, every single interaction, every single thing that we do, all the time, it's always to heal this sacred wound of I'm not good enough, I'm not worthy of love. And if you follow that, you know, thread of the sweater, you will always get to that one at its root. Right. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's our job. That's what we're here to do. So this is the reason for human suffering. But it's also the reason for what we call evolution. This is exactly right. This is this is why we're evolving. As the universe awakens, the interfering pattern is gradually cleared and the synergy that exists beneath it emerges. There is no longer an interference. We're not interference with our, interfering with our evolution. The moment I say, I am not good enough, I'm not worthy of love, I am interfering with love. Because love is the foundation, the container. Love is everything. There's nothing but love. I mean, we wouldn't be here without love. We wouldn't have taken this journey of taking all of these refuse and creating something out of that, of that if there wasn't love there. The love was the act of taking the refuse so that it can become the adventure that we're having here. And so um, so as the, as the universe awakens, this interference is cleared, and, uh, and the truth, uh, you know, the synergy emerges from underneath. So humanity has always sensed the existence of the synergy. It exists in all our myths of past golden age or a future paradise or heaven on earth. It is written into our destiny to realize the synarchic nature of our species. And it is not a hive, because we have that or has also been part of this multiverse, the Nibu, and we talked about that yesterday, the great uh, civilization, they are like the Borg, right, of, of Star Trek. And that has been tried, and that is not where we're going, because it didn't work, and now it's over. The, that, uh, the whole uh, uh, way of doing things was part of the of the work, you know, of figuring out how to, you know, figure that Ruby Cube. And we learned from that that it doesn't fucking work. So it's we're not this isn't gonna be like the bees thing. It's a completely different thing, a whole other level of reality, simultaneous in connection and unity and oneness of the whole and individual self-expression, sovereign individual self-expression simultaneously. This is the divine dichotomy. And when we arrive to this place, we download specific the tones that we each contribute for the greater symphony. This is the synergy. And this is what's going to happen. This is our future. This is our destiny. This is our present. So we've reached the end of the episode today. Um, uh, and the and the end of this jinky tomorrow we're gonna dive into jinky forty five, which is cosmic communion. Ooh, right. It's it. You start seeing the story how it unfolds. You know, jinky after jinky, right? Um, but uh, let's just keep it at that because I'm way over time right here because I really needed to dive into all of this very important stuff. But. Uh, Podcast is every day, Monday through Sunday. You can find us on every podcast app out there. 
And uh, when you go to Jorn.tv, that's J-O-U-R-N.tv. That's the homepage of the podcast. At the bottom, we have that black menu. On the About tab, you can find all our social media links. We have a Telegram news channel, a Telegram chat room. We have a Truth Social, a Twitter account, a Clubhouse, and a Rumble. And all of those links are there. If you click on the Pioneers link, that will take you to the category on our website, the Pioneers of the Great Awakening. And these are beautiful interviews with people that share with us the story of their journey. How they went into the darkness, found the healing within themselves, found God in the midst of the darkness, and they how they got out of that, how that healing helped them get out of the darkness of the soul, and now how they're giving that light to the world, that gift that every one of us were here to bring that unique frequency tone that is building this tapestry, right? And 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 so those are beautiful interviews with beautiful people. You can see all of that. Those are on video and audio also, and you can watch uh, you can watch them there, and you can also watch them on Rumble. If you want help with your own study of the Jinkies, at the bottom right corner of TV, there's a support button. Click on that one, and you can find all the different coaching programs we have. We have uh, you can have one-on-one calls with us. To help you with your study of the Jinkies, you, we have a very specific coaching program for people that are going through their dark night of the soul, how to move through it, and you do not have to spend years or decades stuck in that one. If you are ready to make one change to exchange one habit for another one, you may uh, get out of that one in the time that it takes to change a habit, which is about 90 days. And we have another coaching program called Life Design and that is integrating all of this work of the jinkies into your relationship, into your work, into your business, into your purpose, everything to design your life and choosing where you're putting your attention and in alignment with the greater uh, tapestry of the universe so that you can create those synchronicities and manifest your fractal line so that it comes specifically aligned with your frequency tone. All of that stuff at the bottom right corner of TV. Just click on that support button and you can learn more about it right there. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. I'm your host, Epifanio, and this is Planet Homemaking Podcast. And I wish you a wonderful rest of your day or evening. Thank you very much. Bye-bye.